pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Hello, everybody. Thank you for hanging out with us today. Just a quick reminder before we get started, if you want to find out about all the latest news and updates, and even have each episode in your mail box as soon as they're released, just go to the constitutioncommandos.org sign in. My name is Chris, calling my brother Patrick right now, and you're listening to the Constitution Commandos. Have you heard anything about Biden lately? Uh, I've heard a few things about Biden. Like we're gonna last 24 to 48 hours? No, I hadn't heard anything about him then. Well, I know he was supposed to go to that G20 summit uh, day before yesterday, I think, and he flew all the way over there and then didn't go to the meeting. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, that was uh, last week. Um, yeah. Uh, it was said he had COVID, but um, I think that was a stretch. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it was. I'm sure they're trying to keep him out of a position where he has to address other world leaders. And so the White House doesn't have to spend any more taxpayer money walking his statements back? Well, they should have just saved him money and not let him go to the G20. Because, I mean, if you want to prevent an embarrassing moment, just don't send the embarrassment to a location. <laughs> That's one way to solve the problem. I mean, hell, how much money we would have saved two days of a flight going to the Philippines. And then, like, old Justin Trudeau just realized where he was with old President Xi. Yeah, he I heard he got, got put in his place. What happened uh, there? Uh, oh, he's sitting there kissing ass. And President Xi basically just wrote him off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I mean, it, it was funny. But, you know, most world leaders probably just don't care much for a brown noser. Well, it's not even that. President Xi, as well as a few other world leaders, they recognize who the puppets are for the World Economic Forum and the Committee right. of 300 and all of these people. They know who the dang puppets are, and they don't respect them. They have no backbone. They're, that's just it. They're, pup, they're puppets. They yeah. do what the puppet masters tell them to do. So as far as those leaders are concerned, why the hell am I talking to you? You don't even make the decisions. You know what I mean? Right. You're <laughs> so, dangling off the end of somebody else's string. Yeah. I mean, why don't you go get your boss and let me talk to him? You know what I mean? <laughs> why in the world am I going to talk to LeBron James about the business dealings of Nike? I'm going to talk to whoever is on the board of Nike. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah something I mean, like that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, um, yeah, old Trudeau. I tell you, it's about time for him to go too, isn't it? Oh, he got reelected. I mean, if that's what we want to call it. Uh, but they have a crazy electoral system. Uh, I don't quite understand all the <laughs> parliamentary uh rules that they have and their election proceedings. I'm not quite sure how all that works. I do know that the people of Canada were not happy about the. You know, the, the results. Yeah. No different than Bolsonaro in Brazil. Hell, allegedly, the Brazilian army 
has stepped in and prevented the transfer of power in Brazil. Uh, yeah, I think because, I heard something about that. Yeah, well, they got 3 million people in the streets down there right now that are protesting the election, and the military actually stepped in and released a statement saying that they saw in the court down there, the Supreme Court, there, there was ample evidence of uh, fraud and cheating in that election. And that's why the military's actually stood in or stepped in. They're t trying to work out the balance of power now. But they they have proven, they, they've provided evidence to support this stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Just like in our country, there would have been a lot of evidence provided or acknowledged if oh, the courts would have even looked at it. Right. If the courts would have even acknowledged to look at it. You can't expect these damn cowards in the dress court system to look at anything that goes against the status quo or, you know, that actually is, you know, that supports we, the people, you know, I mean, it's no different than what happened in Arizona, man. I mean, yeah, was really, Arizona right. hadn't learned yet. Yeah. But you're going to talk about 48% of the damn machines, mostly in Republican areas had malfunctions? Really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I believe Katie Hobbs won that. By yeah, well, the time that monkeys fly out of my ass. I mean... <laughs> well, you remember, we are the... Uh, well, the Republicans are the election deniers, remember. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. Unless it's 2016 and 2017, and then the Democrats right. are the election deniers. <laughs> yeah, but see, that didn't happen. That didn't ever happen. They didn't. They didn't ever. That's right. Not accept the win or victory of President Trump. No, that didn't never happen. I mean, shit. They held two impeachments throughout his term. I don't because they, in 2012, the Democrats had to have the filibuster too. Remember what happened when Trump got elected? Oh, oh yeah, they were ready to get rid of it, man. I mean, it, it's amazing to me the hypocrisy. But don't believe your lying eyes. Don't believe your lying ears. Oh, we didn't right. say that. You just thought we said that. Oh, <laughs> uh, you said it, and we got video evidence of it. Oh, well, that video's wrong. No, it it ain't wrong. Bro. It was probably tampered with. Yeah, we're not <laughs> we're not stupid. I mean, and that's what they want us to believe is they want us to doubt our sanity. Oh, maybe I didn't see what I saw. Maybe I didn't hear what I heard. No, you heard it fine. The well, glitch I, in the matrix is that they just think we're stupid. Well, they could be right about one thing. I can't hear properly out of my left eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Oh, well, <laughs> we won't tell anybody, will we? <laughs> no. I got corrective hearing devices for that. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. I mean, I, I just think that, you know, I thought 22 was going to be, well, I don't know, I mixed on my feelings about it because I don't want to see anybody take to the streets and utilize violence. I don't, don't want to see that. I don't want to see any ill will to anyone, you know, I mean, that's right. Except for perpetrators of guilty party, you know, the guilty parties. Those are right. the only ones that I want to see suffer any ill will. And I don't want it to be at the hands of, you know, 
a lynch mob per se. I want it to be by a legitimate justice yeah. system that enforces the law. A, a legitimate <laughs> you know, justice system? Where are we going to find one of those? Yeah, well, and I understand. But, you know, and up until the midterms, I was sitting there thinking, you know, that's probably going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back because there are so many people. I mean, even as a truck driver, I don't care where I am. I don't hear anybody happy with the way our country is going right now. I haven't heard one person make a comment of support for this current administration. I just haven't. I mean, well, sure, I don't think on anybody social has. media. Well, yeah, but I mean, on social media, I'll see people that do. But it's like uh, they're just dishonest. I think they're trolling people. because yeah. Either that or the bots. Well, yeah. So, but I mean, I'm talking actual, physical, living, breathing people that I meet are not happy with this. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not quite sure if 2022 is, you know, I understand we're all playing a role on the stage in a theater of life. You know, I understand that. They give us what they want us to see. They can gear us and direct us in certain directions. But, you know, when you go back and you think of the prospects of the idea of devolution or the continuity of government, you know, people were fed up about the 2020 elections. Me and my, you know, regular average person brain and processes and logic were thinking that 2022 because we had so many people fed up would take action and stop it you know prevent it well i think that probably would have happened we got to remember what happened between 2020 and 2022 there was a lot of migration from especially new york and california i mean a lot of people left there oh yeah illinois yeah, I have, a, I have a feeling that was a, a majority of the Republican votes that could have come out of those places. They moved out, which I think well, is why Florida has such a great turnout in, in you know in their gubernatorial election and their Senate election. I mean, it was well, really astounding I, I, how that turned out. But I, I think that's right. Uh, but even if that was a main attributor to the outcome of the election i i don't know how much of those elections were actually tampered with i know pennsylvania pennsylvania's tampered yeah but i mean when you talk about new york you look at lee zeldin racing against kathy hochel okay the margin of victory for hochel was so small yeah that is a blue it ain't purple you know the state of new york is red Mm-hmm. But uh, the major populated, yeah. So, but remember, most of the at, people that migrated out of New York came out of New York City. So, yeah, and there were a fair amount that left from, you know, other areas because they're tired of being governed by these damn blue Democrats. But when you still take the migration into effect, I mean, into account, and then you look at the narrow margin of victory by the yeah. Democrats, that tells me that a lot of Democrats <clears throat> are displeased. 
Well, it's still kind of, that makes it even more questionable if you ask me because of the simple fact that, I mean, there can't be that many Democrats in New York. I mean, I mean, I know there, there are a lot of Democrats in New York City and maybe the bigger cities, but it's New York City just been having the problems. The crime rates through the roof. They're letting criminals out on the street. They're, um, I mean, they don't have any police. The cops have all, I mean, the ones that are left on the force are probably looking for other jobs that just haven't found one yet. Yeah, or there are new hires that are actually very much so of the Snowflake brand, and they're 100% for the policies that are being enacted. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I buy that yet, but, I mean, uh, the recruiting's been down in New York. They haven't been able to hire cops up there. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying that it's no different than the way they purged the military. I mean, yeah. they're looking for people that are sympathetic to the cause, and the cause is anti-American, and, you know, just, it, it's anything that's anti-American. So the people that have stayed on the force, or the few that may have been recruited, I have a feeling are very supportive of that agenda. <laughs> I find it, well, I mean, that's, that's probably true, but I still find it hard to imagine that that would be the case as far as law enforcement goes, to be honest. I, I really can't even see the bad cops in on duty. I mean, because, I mean, look how dangerous it's getting for them. Well, I know, but I mean, if they stick true to this blue agenda, then what they can do is they can turn around. They don't have to respond to calls. They don't have to do anything. They know it's dangerous. Well, hell, now they just collect the damn paycheck. Don't have to do anything. He's sitting in the cop shop then because there's too many criminals out on the streets that just don't like the look of cops. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think that I'm, I'm really wondering how much of 2022 is maybe part of the picture that we are not being, you know, shown or talked about or told out loud. You know what I mean? In a way, everything seems like it's a sting operation to me. And the reason I say that, like, Pennsylvania, man, they just had somebody, a Democrat official, that just got arrested. And I can't remember how many years they're getting ready to spend. They're convicted of voter fraud. Hey, <laughs> well, I mean, this you know, just they happened. got Fetterman. I mean, and then you got these CEOs, like, what's his name? Oh, yeah, well, but then I'm talking about... Uh, they got these other people <coughs> of large businesses. Look at Brinkman Freed of FTX. You know, that son of a bitch right there, all he was doing was laundering billions and billions of dollars yeah, been into Ukraine. And then it was coming back here. Well, what did they do? They just put it right back in the Democrat coffers. I mean, yep. he donated over $50 million to the Democrats for the 2022 midterms. Okay, well, well, this wait a minute. Wasn't that supposed now. to be, uh, didn't uh, Trump enact some kind of law that was supposed to prevent that? Well, yeah, yeah. But, well, okay. Once again, these are things that are being shown to the public. Yep. Okay. And then there was another lady. She had some type of, uh, what was her thing? But she just got 11 years. And the prosecutor was pushing for 15. And what was it she was convicted of? But I'm saying you're seeing a lot of people that are bigwigs post-midterms are starting to fall, okay? 
They're well, starting we to be prosecuted and convicted. Well, this is the point that I'm making. It's a trickle effect so people can accept it. People would choke on this shit if it all just came out in a flood. Oh, so yeah. they're going to they're give it to us a little here and a little there. Every one of these people, if you were to trace them, they all have ties. They got a very small inner circle. So mm -hmm. we're starting to watch a number of bricks crumble. The question is, was 2022? Come on now. Everybody knew there was going to be some tomfoolery. Oh, yeah. Could it have been? Well, could it have been so that we can actually get more evidence on more of the guilty parties? Now, and granted, I'm spitballing. <clears throat> this is 100% speculation. But who in their right mind would believe that Katie Hobbs did not have a conflict of interest as the Secretary of State running for governor of Arizona? She's overseeing the elections. That's right. Do people really believe, honestly, I don't care what you tell me, in your heart, do people really believe that there was a non-conflict of interest and that she was 100% non-biased. I don't, I don't know anybody that would say that was legitimate. Just that alone. Well, the same thing was Whitmer up in uh, Michigan. I mean, yeah, she's the acting governor and was it the um, Secretary of State, whoever it is over there, is one of her people. So, I mean, I mean, that's a, that's almost like a gimme right there. She's going to get governor no matter what. Yeah. So, well, okay. Well, think about it. Okay. The crime didn't happen before the elections. No. It happened, right? Right. I mean, we already have people testifying that between seven and 10 days after election day in Arizona, in Maricopa County, this woman is testifying because she worked there. Right. At the ballot counting place. She worked there. Yep. Okay. She witnessed between day seven and day 10 after the election or after election day that she witnessed on one of those days around 90,000 ballots get dumped. Yep. But she said every day for 10 days after the election, it was somewhere between like 15,000 and 90,000 ballots being right. dumped. Where the yeah. hell did these elections, I mean, where did these come from? You know, so now there, it seems like they're accumulating and gathering more evidence against people that are, I mean, obviously perpetrators of a fraud. Oh, I'd say so. I, I, I'm curious if this is all like a sting operation. If this is all, let here's a little more rope. Go on and hang yourself. Well, you remember when Trump was out on doing all of his rallies and helping these people that he was endorsing campaign? He said it. Uh, I believe Dick Morris has said it. Uh, Dr. Gorka said it. They're, they got people at all of these places observing. I mean, they're planting people everywhere. So, surely they just gave them the rope. I mean, that's the only thing I could figure. 
Yeah, I, I just. Now you heard about I, um, you heard what was going on at Twitter, didn't you? About? Well, apparently, it was about I think they said eleven thousand people resigned, and they were all in tears pulling away from the facility while they were leaving in their Teslas. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But, but Trump has been pulled back onto uh, Twitter now. Captain Grip is back on Twitter. There's there's a lot of people back on Twitter, but he doesn't have the workforce anymore. But that's okay because well, well, he's got Twitter the was known. But he's huh? Well, he's got the workforce. It's well, just yeah. that it was top heavy. They, I mean. You look at all of these corporations that are already announcing major layoffs, Amazon, FedEx, Amazon, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. I mean, all of these corporations, these are mega billion, the largest businesses in the world. And they're already saying that they're having a clean house. I mean, I can't, I can't even, it, it's impressive numbers that they're all getting rid of. Well, it's not, I mean, there's an impend, impending financial crash is looming and all of these businessmen know it's coming they have to be proactive they can't be reactive if they're reactive on a collapse of the financial system they go out of business so they gotta act before it hits so they can keep trying to maintain a level in the black and well i'm surprised it hasn't happened it, already because for the, uh, what the first two quarters of this year have been worse than First two quarters for like the last what 30, 40 years now? I mean the stock market's been bad lately. And I guess you saw where the uh, there was a cryptocurrency money that went under, didn't you? Uh yeah, it was the FTS. Yeah, that's the one yeah. where Brinkman Freed. That's right. Yeah, he's the one that and he's under investigation right now, but yeah, yeah, they're saying that's the biggest Ponzi scheme since Bernie Madoff. That's right. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm sure he's going to go down, but I'm sure they're going to have to let him walk free for a while. Now, granted, he's hiding out in the Bahamas, but, uh, and he paid the Bahamas a few billion dollars, and I'm sure that was for protection to slow down yep. any extradition orders that might come. But, yeah, he, he's in a forever. world of trouble. Yeah, but he's in a world of trouble. Oh, he's broke already. Uh, the people that actually represented Nortel, Enron, yep. all of these people, the guy that structured their bankruptcies, mm -hmm. he was going to do this for FTX. He got in over there, released a statement, saying that this was the worst-run corporation that he has ever seen, more than Nortel or Enron. He said it was horrible. And then he just released another statement saying he cannot represent FTX because, well, extenuating things. Well, I've got a feeling what those extenuating things are is that Brinkman Floyd, I mean, Freed is broke and can't afford to pay the guy. Well, as they say, he tanked that business, so I don't know. Oh, yeah, that business is gone. 
and he should face criminal prosecution over what he did because that was nothing more than a Ponzi scheme. He stole billions of dollars from average everyday Americans and he wasted it. Well, apparently his parents are um, two uh, big Democratic supporters and that's where a lot of his money went. Yeah, well, so was uh, his girlfriend's dad. Actually, was the chair of some committee that actually uh, regulated tech industry. So it's like, <laughs> and that's the funny thing about Brinkman Freed is that son of a bitch actually was in Washington lobbying, not lobbying. He was actually up there helping the regulators regulate tech industries. Meanwhile, he's over there free fast or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, but I guess if you give $50 million to the Democratic Party, I guess you get a free pass. Your crimes are null and void. You can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. I don't know. That's just like uh, they say a murderer and an arsonist. They don't ever get too far away from the crime scene. Yeah. They got to hang around to see what uh, thrill they can get out of it. Sometimes they'll even help the police. Well, and- I'm a... I'm really kind of, I'm trying to maintain a level of optimism because I do believe better days are ahead of us in this country. I do believe that. I do believe that worldwide enough people are dealing with the exact same thing we're dealing with. You know, I mean, I believe that they are all waking up and understanding that their systems are rigged, just like ours. And I think that when you start seeing 3 million people take to the street in Brazil, when you see all these people in Norway take to the street, when you see all these people in France take yep. to the street, the Netherlands, in Europe, everywhere. I mean, everywhere. Yeah. This this is, and when you see the government of Sri Lanka get overthrown by the people. Yeah, that's Believe crazy. me, people are getting tired of this shit. The deep what? state is, they are withering and withering quickly. I do not see the deep state being able to hang on. I don't know how much longer. I would rather it be sooner than later, but I, I don't see them being able to maintain dictatorial control over all the world. I think their reign is coming to an end. Well, I got to say this, though, with all these other countries that are overthrowing governments and all these millions of people taking to the streets in other countries, those countries, if you think about it, have had it a lot worse than we have. Oh, yeah. And so there, I mean, they were at their breaking point a long time ago. But when this country starts folding like it is, oh, yeah. You know, they got, they're at that last breath. They're like, no, we're not going out without a fight. And I think um, it would probably be the United States of America to uh, start taking notes and getting a little more active because uh, we haven't lived like other countries have had to live. And, yeah. And if we don't become more active, we're going to be the willing participant. That's right. And boy, will that be chaos in this country because people here are spoiled, Mm -hmm. lazy. The consumer population that we have, man, they won't know what to do. They'll be killing everybody. You know, it's like we got a bunch of people ain't never experienced any kind of hard times. Well, you most know, of the people here have gotten to the point. You know, you know, we talked about it the other day. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to, you know, let's not talk about it. It won't affect me anyway. Well, guess what? Those are the people going to get their asses handed to them real quick. Yeah, and, and, and when I say all I'm going to do is sit here and eat my popcorn and watch the movie, 
Mm-hmm. Those are the people that I'm talking about. Yep. Because, I mean, just a unrelated, but an analogy. Man, I was in Austin one day leaving the band co-op where we used to jam, right? Right. I'm out of there. And, and I don't, you know what? It wasn't, I was actually on uh, 290. And the road, I can't remember what the road was. But anyway, it was a blind hill. I see this motorcycle come over the hill. I'm at a stoplight, getting ready to take a left to go on that road. There's a motorcycle on the perpendicular or intersecting road. He comes over this hill. It's raining, too. Boy, he's hauling ass. Another guy knew there was a light at the bottom of the hill. Well, there was a kind of like a, a cargo van or something, a work van sitting at the light. This guy come over the hill. He locked his damn brakes up on that motorcycle. It started fishtailing. He's on and off the brakes to get the bike to stand back up straight so he didn't lose all control. He aimed it between the curb and the van, and boy, I saw his shoulder blade go to his waist. He hit that sucker so hard, and all I wanted to do was run over. There was a cop in front of me that saw it, and he he turned his lights on immediately and went over there. I wanted to go over there and kick some dirt in his eyes and laugh at him. Laugh at him, because that was a stupid yeah, you are a dumb ass. Well, there you have it, folks. There's another one for the history books. Hey, if you've got any comments on this episode, please leave your comments in the comment section below. Otherwise, go to the website and register to become a commander yourself. All patriots are welcome. Till next time. My name is Chris Williams, and on behalf of my brother Patrick and myself, we're the Constitution Commandos, signing out.